Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, let's give God a hallelujah. Let's give him praise. Let's magnify him. Let's lift him up. Let's let him know we appreciate him, that we're grateful unto him because he's been faithful to us. Come on and give God a praise. Come on and give him the kind of praise that we will give him. Come on, regardless of whether anybody told you to do it or not, simply because you know he's worthy of all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. Hallelujah. To him be all glory. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. It is an honor and a privilege to stand before you on today. I do honor God in this place. I honor him everywhere I go, not just with my lips, with the words from my mouth, but with my life. I honor him. Amen. Because I owe everything to him. I owe him everything. And so I give him all the glory. Not a shame, no matter where I go, even in the business boardroom in a meeting, amen, with business people, I still honor the Lord with my life. I honor our overseer, Dr. H. Michael Chipwood, Archbishop, amen. I honor the man of God. I honor Bishop Cook, all of the bishops, all of the state overseers, the board of governors, Amen to all of the pastors, to each and every one of you in your respective places, all of the apostles, all of the pastors, the teachers, the evangelists, all of you. I honor you, children of God, because that's what I am. I'm a child of the king. Amen. I'm a daughter of the king. So I honor each and every one of you. I salute you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God is so good. He is so wonderful and he is so faithful and I honor him. I want you to know that as always, I'm totally leaning and depending upon God. Amen. Thank you so much. I'm totally leaning and depending upon God, especially today because Bishop Cook was preaching up something when I came in. All in the notes. Amen. And then Dr. Payne didn't make it any better, amen. I said, well, God, what I gonna do? Amen. <laughs> amen. God said, you gonna say what I say. You gonna keep your ear to my mouth, amen. Amen, and so I stand before you, yielded vessel unto the Lord. Last but not least, I saved the best for last. I want to honor the man of God that God uh, allowed to find me. And June 26, we celebrated 46 years of marriage. Now, I, I, I know there's some good looking men in here, but he is the handsomest and the finest. Come on now. And he's all mine. He belonged to me. There he is. That's right. Stand up, baby. Let him see you. Hallelujah. I thank God for my man of God. He is my covering. He is my supporter. Amen. Amen. He pushes me and he encourages me and he doesn't try to stop me from doing what God has called me to do because we do life together. We do business and we do ministry together. 
And so I thank and praise the Lord. Now, I didn't say it was easy. It took something to get there. Okay, that's in my next book. Let's go to the word of God. Amen. But we still liking each other. Amen. And we still having fun and making each other laugh. Amen. Because marriage is good. It's hard work, but it's good. Amen. Get your Bibles, if you will. Amen. Get your Bibles. It is so good to see all of you with everything that we've been challenged with. How many know we still have victory? <laughs> that's the thing about it. I, I saw Pastor Andrea dancing. I said, oh, yeah, that's it right there. Come on, pick them up, put them down. Amen. Give God some glory and some praise. Turn your Bibles, if you will, to Jeremiah. Well, first go to Proverbs, the eighth chapter. Proverbs 8 and 18. We know that the theme of the conference is visions and dreams are the language of prosperity. And so we're going to stay with the theme on today. Visions and dreams are the language of prosperity. Proverbs 8 and 18. And then we're going to look at Psalm 35 and part B of verse 27. We're going to ask you to stand in honor, reverence, and respect to the reading of God's holy word. I always tell people I don't treat the word of God like I do anything else that I read. Because the word of God is the word of God. Amen. I have the Bible on my my Mac computer, my iPad, my iPhone, and all kind of electronic devices, but I still like to turn the pages of the Bible. Proverbs 8 and 18. The King James Version says this. Riches and honor are with me, yea, durable riches and righteousness. The NIV Version says this. With me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. Psalm 35, verse 27, part B of that verse is what I want you to focus on. And I'm going to read the entire verse of the, 20s, of the 35th or Psalm 35. And it reads, let them shout for joy from the Amplified and rejoice who favor my vindication and want what is right for me. Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified. Now, I want you to listen to this. Who delighteth and takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Somebody got it. This is the word of God, and God's word is already blessed. I want to talk to you from the theme, visions and dreams are the language of prosperity. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. And if I needed to use a subtopic, I would use this, change your language. Change your language. Oh, I hear you, Holy Ghost. I want you to agree with me on several things. First of all, that God himself will be pleased, honored, and glorified as a result of the word that shall come forth in this place on today. That you, the people, will be encouraged, reminded, empowered. I heard the Holy Ghost tell me to say this, enriched and edified. 
and that the devil will be disappointed and horrified. Can you lift your hands and say with me, Lord, as your servant has decreed and declared, be it so in your name. Now, come on, just clap your hands and just give God some glory in this place. Visions and dreams. And when I first heard the theme, which was several months ago, it made the babe leap in me. Can somebody say vision, dreams? It leaped in me. Understand this. Understand that there are so many people whose mindset is locked into a certain way and it prevents them from progressing and advancing. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? Because we've always thought like that. We've always done it that way. This is the way it's always been. Anybody ever said that or heard anybody say that? Well, this is the way it's always. Well, this is just the way I think. How about you might need to change the way you think? I'm part of a mastermind community. And in that mastermind community, there's a book uh, that one of the books that we go over called Think and Grow Rich. Anybody ever heard of it? By Napoleon Hill. Now, this book was written in 1937, but it is busting up on everything in this time, 2022. That's all people are talking about. Napoleon Hill wrote this book because he was challenged to do it. He was given an assignment by the millionaire, billionaire Carnegie, and he told uh, Napoleon Hill, he said, I want you to go and I want you to interview all of the millionaires you can find and the billionaires you can find. So he interviewed and he studied and he researched over 500, over 500 millionaires and billionaires, including Carnegie himself. And he came up with this. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. That is pretty much the theme throughout the book. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Y'all need to say that because somebody's mentality, somebody's uh, strongholds that has been holding their mind hostage needs to be busted up. They need to be broke free from this. Say this with me. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Amen. You need to get excited about that because what he pretty much said in his book was this. In his book, he went through different principles and he broke the book down. But the bottom line is this. Our thoughts have power. Our thoughts can become our reality. Are you hearing me? Whatever the way we think, it can affect everything in our lives. And so it's important for us to deal with the negative thoughts. 
and to fight the negative thoughts with faith and power. Now understand, here's the thing. We've got to first start out making sure that we've got a connection to the power source and a relationship with the Lord. We've got to be connected, rooted, grounded. We've got to have that seed that Dr. Payne was talking about in us. Anybody hear me? He was talking about it, and I, I thought the scripture came, thy word have I hid in my heart, that seed of the word in my heart. Why? Because when we reach success, we've got to make sure that success does not make us become arrogant, haughty, high-minded, until we think that we're better than everybody else. Because here's the thing. Our mind, when we get that in our mind, I'm talking about visions and dreams. Do you know what vision is? Vision, the technical definition is the faculty or state of being able to see. Y'all know about that, right? God said to me, tell them vision is sight. And God said, tell them not sight in the natural by what they see around them right now, but sight that goes beyond where they're at. God said, that's vision. Vision, any visionaries in the house? Visionaries never focus completely on where they are right now. Visionaries are so far out there. They're already 5, 10, 15 years ahead of us. Anybody hear me? When you're a visionary, you see greater. Your picture, what you see is different than what other people see. And you can tell that by when you talk with them, share a little bit of what you're seeing if you're a visionary. And they begin to get scared. Or they look at you like you got two heads. Or they think you're crazy. Or they think you're not being real. I heard somebody tell me one time, but you got to be realistic. I said, realism is I belong to God. And so I can envision whatever God tells me. Understand that God put it in you before you were even born. He had already formed it in you. He had already put the seed of vision and dreams in you. And he dares you to dream today because somebody stopped dreaming. Somebody put the dream on the shelf because life happened. But I'm here to tell you today, God said it's time to take the dream off the shelf. God said it's time to dust that dream off. God said it's time for you to dream bigger dreams and greater dreams. God said not no little dream that you can just accomplish by yourself. God said he's giving you dreams that you can't even figure out how it's going to come to pass. That's a God dream. Hallelujah. And so we have vision. God said to me, God said, daughter, tell them that, that it's a process going from the vision and the dreams to the goal. What is the goal? Success, victory, prosperity. Anybody 
me. But, but God said, tell them that it's a process getting there. God said, you go to ICCM year after year, getting good information, getting valuable information. God said, daughter, what are you going to do with what you've got? So I said, God, I want my own. My husband and I were in business together. God said, what do you have a passion for? And I thought about things I had a passion for. God said, remember your purpose. Anybody hearing me? You, I don't know if you've ever heard me share, but my purpose is directly connected with whatever is a blessing to somebody else. I can't be the only one to benefit or it's not part of my purpose. And I began to think, and God said, what experience do you have? And I remember, I remember how God supernaturally opened doors for me and how I received training in different areas. I remember how over 30 plus years in the insurance industry, handling lawsuits as a PNC claims professional, home office supervisor, dealing with attorneys, working with them, settling cases, millions of dollars in authority. Who would have ever thought I would have gotten to the level I got to? I remember working on a job for eight months. Somebody say eight months. And the manager called me into the office. I got nervous. I thought maybe one of my cases blew up. We handled high profile cases, cases that were in the newspaper. And I said, what happened with one of my cases? I go into his office. He said, I've been observing you. He said, you do your work, you mind your business. You don't bother nobody. He said, and you work without any supervision. Anybody else chosen by God? Come on, I'm not the only one. Eight months I've been there, and I understand this. There were others who had been there years. He said, there is a management position that's available. He said, I want you to consider it. I was amazed. God said, didn't I promise you that I would open doors that no man could shut? Hallelujah. That position propelled me into one of the major, the most well-known insurance conglomerate in the world. And that's where I became a home office supervisor. So God says, what's your passion? And I thought about, I love the law, but ain't nobody going back to school to be <laughs> eight years to get my law degree. No, no, no. God said, there's another way. And so I started my own business. Come on here. Coming to ICCM for years and what? What are we going to do with it? I started my own business. I had enough principles and trainings from coming here. I knew what to look for. I knew how it should be set up. And so I started a mediation practice. And I became a certified mediator. I went and got training for that and got certified as a mediator. I like to say I bring peace to chaos. 
I deal with alternative dispute resolution. I resolve conflict, family, regardless, even corporate clients. How many know, but it gets better. What we gonna do with what we learned? God said, it shall be a 100% woman-owned business. I said, God, how am I going to get that? God said, I'm going to give you favor. God moved and the fees were waived and I got certified as a woman-owned business. I got certified as a small business enterprise as well. So I've got different certifications now that I can put with my name, with the name of my business. Oh, by the way, I am the president and CEO of MST Mediation Solutions, LLC. Visions and dreams. Do y'all understand what I'm trying to tell you? How can I stand here and preach to you about visions and dreams if I never pursue my own? So because I see dreams fulfilled, I see dreams come true, I see visions come to pass. Anybody hear me? I'm not just talking about where I'm at right now. I'm already years ahead. That mediation practice is going to have other certified mediators that will also be working. It's going to be a major force to be reckoned with. People that can't ordinarily afford, afford legal, exorbitant legal fees, they'll be able to come to me and get things resolved legally. Anybody hearing me? God is going to do what he said he was going to do, but he needs our cooperation. How many know it could have happened before? But for everything, there is a season and a time. I want you to understand. So vision is sight, and we see far ahead. God told me to tell you this. Somebody need to adjust their vision. Listen, we already heard about the frequency, and so we need to make sure we tuned in to the right frequency. But while I was sitting there, God said, tell them their vision needs to be adjusted. Their sight needs to be adjusted. And I saw, I saw sitting in a chair getting your eyes examined in the natural. <laughs> God showed me while I was sitting there. Showed me, y'all know that, that thing they put in front of you and they change the lenses? And they change the lenses and they make it, they change it till you see clearer and clearer. And they make you read the large print, then the smaller, then the small print. And they let you get to the last line, the smallest print. And they're changing and they're adjusting the vision so that you can read that very last line. God said, uh-huh. There are those that need to adjust their vision. God said that he has given you the vision. He has given you the dreams. Now you need to go with it. Proverbs 29 and 18 says, without vision, what? We've got to have vision in order. There are those people that want prosperity. They want success. They want victory. But they don't want to deal with the vision. 
if you have no vision, there's no direction. Where are you going? What you going to do? Which direction are you headed in? How are you going to build it? We receive all of this good uh, uh, information, and I keep hearing the discounts and slashing the prices. I'm like, anywhere else, they will pay thousands and thousands and thousands for what we're receiving. God said that there are times we take too much for granted because we become used to it. Somebody getting tight right about now. Uh-huh, you're getting tight right about now. But you know what? It's all right. It's good for you. Loosen up. Loosen up. And so Proverbs 8 and 18, with me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. You need to understand that when we are connected with God, there is no limit to what God can do. And understand this, he never runs out. He never runs out. With him is wealth and what? Riches. So we're connected with him. We're talking about visions and dreams. God said to me, God said, the process, the process there are things that's in the process that's designed to weed out the pretenders and the imposters. God said, because in the process is some rough things. How many know setbacks? How many know things that don't quite work out like you want them to? Uh, 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 so listen to this. Think and grow rich. As I was studying and I read the book over and over and never get tired of reading that book, I began to look at different ones that encountered setbacks as they were going through the process. Y'all know Thomas Alva Edison, right? As a little boy, Thomas Edison was sent home by the schoolmaster. The head schoolmaster sent him home with a note for his mother, told him, don't open it, give it to your mother. He gets home, gives it to his mother. His mother says, why are you home, Thomas? And she opens the note and she looks at it. And this is what she read to him. Your son is a genius. This is what she read to him. Your son is a genius. He's too advanced for the class. Therefore, I'm sending him home to you so you can teach him at home. When Mr. Edison became an adult and was a very successful and a wealthy businessman, he came across that letter buried underneath some papers and a desk drawer. His mother's picture is hanging in the office. And he opens up the note and he looks at it. This is what the note says. Your son is an adult. He's slow. He can't keep up. He doesn't understand. I'm sending him home because there's nothing we can do for him. Keep him home and teach him yourself. Anybody hearing me? What am I saying to you? There are things that will try to keep you from dreaming. There are things that will try to keep you from realizing that there are visions and dreams that you have that are supposed to come true. They're supposed to come true. Somebody say supposed to. God told me to tell you it's not just for certain people. 
God said it's for those that will change their mind and will think the right thoughts, will envision the right vision, will dream the dreams of success, of victory, of breakthrough, those dreams of prosperity that God himself has given unto you. God said, get ready for the breakthrough of prosperity. Get ready for visions and dreams to come true. Thomas Edison did not give up because his mom was too wise to crush him. There are people that will say things to you to hinder you. The devil doesn't want any of us to be successful. Ask me why. Because we would be a blessing in the body of Christ as well as others. More people will be one to the kingdom. Do you understand that there are some people that look at Christians and think that, oh, they don't have any money. Oh, they can't do this. Oh, they're in poverty. But when they see that true men and women of God who love God with all their heart, all their mind, all their soul, who are living holy lives, not pretending that they're living holy, but are living holy lives to God. And yet we are blessed, successful, prosperous, victorious, more money, more money, exceeding abundant overflow when they see it with their eyes. That's what's going to win some people to Jesus. You need to understand, everybody ain't going to come because you sing good, because you pray good, or because you anointed. There's some folk, they want to see something. They want to see that they don't have to give up. Listen, it's not just all about material things. I understand that because we're supposed to be prosperous mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Come on. There are different ways that we are supposed to be prosperous. But understand, there are those that will not come unless they see the signs, the wonders, and the miracles. And there are times that that is one of the signs because God has it all, everything. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Hallelujah. My God ain't broke. Hallelujah. He will supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Why? Because it all belongs to him. It all belongs to him. Somebody need to give God glory in this place right now. Somebody need to shout. Somebody need to shout hallelujah. Shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my God. For I know the thoughts and the plans. Oh, come on. We read that scripture. We quote that scripture. For I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. Guess what? God wants us to be successful spiritually, accomplishing personal development. Huh? When we do personal development, we grow. When we grow, we get to the place to where we're not comfortable staying where we are. Anybody know anything about growing pains? When you grow, 
you get to the place to where this is not all there is. And you begin to reach for more. Why? Because you're growing and you know there's more. I am a lifetime student. Hallelujah. That means that I never get enough of learning. I never get enough of advancing. I never get enough of giving God everything I can. Why? So that I can advance more. I can advance greater. I can advance faster. I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you, say God. They are plans of good what? And not evil. They are plans of victory. They are plans of success. They are plans of prosperous. Come on. Prosperously blessed. That's where God wants us. Prosperously blessed. And so when the people see us who don't know Jesus, they'll look and they'll see. It's not about the material stuff, but they, it gets their attention. Don't y'all understand that? It gets their attention. They can even tell the quality of the material of the suit you got on. Men, they'll touch your shoulder just to see. And when they realize you're dressed prosperously and you look like an executive, they ask my husband all the time, are you a lawyer? <laughs> because of the way he dresses. Why? Because before we got to where we were, we dressed as if we were already successful. God wants you to walk it before you get there. Anybody hearing me? You got to get, come on, walk it before you get there. Doctors practice medicine. Lawyers practice law. But listen to this. They were not always accomplished doctors or expert lawyers. They had to start somewhere. And so they started. Look at your neighbor and say, it's all in your posture. So my posture says, I am somebody. I belong to God. I am the righteousness of God. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I deserve to be blessed. I am the head and not the tail. I'm the lender and not the borrower. My posture says, I'm above and I'm not beneath. Nobody's going to walk over me and diss and dismiss me without finding out that they somebody who belonged to God. I am the chosen of God. I am the apple of his eye. I am who God says I am. I am. And my language is different now. Hallelujah. I speak like I've got prosperous, all dripping in my mouth. I talk the language of prosperity. Visions and dreams. Do you think by any stretch of the imagination that I'm finished dreaming? No. God's got greater. God's got more. I have not yet. Listen, I've only just started. I've only just begun. Why? Because I'm a visionary that was called by God to impact the world, to impact the body of Christ. And I will dream. Keep on dreaming bigger, people of God. Keep on dreaming greater. Keep on reaching for everything that God has for you. Because you are who God says you are. 
Psalm 35, part B of 27, says that he delights in our prosperity. So for those naysayers, negative talkers, for those who don't understand the word of God, who think there's something wrong, why are you going to that conference every year? Because I am advancing. Because I'm receiving greater. Because God has postured me for greater. So I got to leave you behind. Bye-bye. I told you about it. Bye-bye. I told you. I told you to stay tuned. I told you to watch me while I do it. You don't want to do it. So watch me be successful in it. Now, listen to this. I am one of the regional leaders of the New Jersey Association of Women Business Owners because I dream bigger and I've only just begun. You need to know where God is taking you. You need to know the process. You need to understand it's principles, y'all. Principles. What are principles? It's a foundational law. We sow. We give. Don't you want greater? We sow. We give. We come. We gather together. Don't you want to dream greater dreams? Did you really think it was too late to do that business? Huh? Yeah, I hear you. God said it's not too late. God said do it now. God said, do it. Yeah, the business plan is good, but what you going to do after you do the business plan? I did business plans. God said, now take it further. And so now my business, people are reaching out to me now. Huh? Anybody hearing me? Why? Because visions and dreams really are the language of prosperity. And one day I had to change my language. <laughs> Hallelujah. I had to start talking right. I had to start doing the things that I needed to do. Receiving the training, the instruction. But not only that, doing something with it. And now, look at your neighbor and say, I can do it too. Oh, somebody, 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 somebody say, I can do it. No, you got to say it with authority. You got to say it with power. Come on here now. God has given us power and authority. Don't be afraid to say it. Don't be scared that if you say it, if you speak it, that you're going to be challenged. Yeah, you're going to be challenged because the devil don't want you to be successful. Don't you know I was challenged in it? But you know what? I said, I'm doing this because I belong to God. I'm doing this. Because I'm one of his chosen. I'm doing this. I'm a child of the king. I am his. I belong to him. They talk about touch not mine anointed. Do my prophets no harm. Well, if people talking negative about you, let them talk. I said, let's give them something to talk about. If you won't be successful, they ain't got nothing to talk about. Let's be successful. Let's reach for it. Let's be the visionary and the dreamer. Keep on dreaming those great dreams. Don't say it can't be done. Don't look at how much you got, or I should say how much you don't have. Give what you have. Give what you can. So into it, 
portion. I heard the man of God say, when you sow, this is what God told me, you sow where you want to go. I don't want to go poverty. I want to go up. I want to go prosperous. I want to have more than enough so when God touches my heart and says, that one right there, they need food. I can go load them up with groceries and give them some money too and won't sweat about it. Anybody hearing me? I'm talking about being a blind. I'm not talking about all about me. I'm talking about all about him and his will and what he wants. Somebody stand up on your feet and let's give God a closing thunderous applause and praise right now. I'm getting ready to take my seat. How many know God is wonderful? He's awesome. Keep on dreaming. Don't stop dreaming. Go through the process so that you too can be the one who has changed their language. God bless you. Visions and dreams are the language.